Welcome back to another episode, everyone. It's your favorite Nigerian Ubo. And it's your favorite West Indian Shorty Carly. How's it going, everybody? Hey, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm the problematic one. What's up? So we back again, y'all. Um, last episode was really fun and cute and all, but you know, I had to bring it back down. I had to, you know, start opening up the box because I'm trying to, you know, be a therapist on the low low. So we're talking about some heavy shit again today. It's balance, right? Yeah. It is. Because the last episode was a fucking mess. So Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so today I kind of wanted to just like I guess open up Pandora's box a little bit. Um, and we're going to be talking about like parents and I guess for lack of better terms, but I want it to be looser than this. Um, parenting your parents, because as well, I know for me, as I grew older, I kind of had to reset some boundaries slash set some new boundaries and, you know, form a, a more structured grip on the relationship that I have with my parents. So um, I kind of want, just wanted to pick you guys' brains out about that. Okay. Yeah, so that's a really interesting topic. All right. So my first question is, how did your views of your parents change as you got older? Um, okay, so I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, let's see. When my mom thought, I was old enough to, I guess, handle this. She became a bit more transparent about her upbringing. Um, Probably, I want to say, it was after, it was while, it was was when I was in high school. I remember when my grandfather passed away, her her biological father, um, that she was a bit more open about her childhood and what she went through um, growing up uh, in New York and back home in Jamaica. And once we kind of delved into that part of her life, it helped me understand why she did a lot of the things she did or why she like parented me the way that she did um, when I was growing up. Or parenting us, I would say, because of my siblings as well. Facts. Um, I mean, for me, when I was younger, it was like a, I don't know, it was kind of almost like an unspoken thing that my mom is always right. So even if she said something that I felt wasn't right in my point of view, or, you know, something she said didn't necessarily resonate with me, or whatever the case may be, I was under the impression that because she's my elder, because she's my mom, she's automatically correct with everything that she says. Um, and I mean, it wasn't necessarily a problem growing up only because I, I had so much, I guess, unconditional trust in her that like everything that she said was either for the betterment of me or for the betterment of her. But my view, literally the view of, her growing up was she's right and 
it was also like a blurred line between is this somebody that I can truly um, invest myself in emotionally versus is this somebody that I should just like back off from because she's my mom. And because even if I felt X, Y, and Z, would I even be right about it? So like, I guess like to bring all of that together, my view of my mom um, was that she was my, literally a mom. She was my elder. She was somebody that I had to answer to. And as I got older, I realized that, you know, that's not necessarily the case because the parenting style changes when I get, when I got older as well. She might, she's getting older, but her mindset will stay the same due to like the age gap that we have or, you know, time periods and like um, developments that happened in our lifetimes. But with me consistently growing and going from a child to adolescence to adult, I had to view her in a different way of just a mom who is somebody that's older than me. Mine is kind of like similar to yours. Um, Like mom or mom and dad is always right, et cetera, et cetera. And that's kind of how I really grew up, regardless of what I thought was right, regardless of whatever um, I thought they were doing wrong. I just figured, you know, adults, you know, know the best and that's it. But as I got older, it's just like, you know, some common sense started to kick in a little bit. And I just, I was like, no, sometimes the decision that you make, I don't think they are the best. And um, I think that obviously may continue if, as I grow into the woman that I'm going to keep growing into, but um, it kind of helped me to actually, um, let's segue to my next point. Um, how long did it take you guys to really see your parents as actually actual people? Um, that's what them being wrong sometimes helped me realize, okay, so they're not all knowing and they don't, um, you know, always do the right things, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So they're making some mistakes. Human makes, humans make mistakes. And I think it hit me till like literally 23, 24. I was like, well, you know, they are just like me. Like they're doing some pretty, you know, or, well, they may have done, I don't know, actually, um, what they've done, but they may have done some radical things, you know, a little bit of a spicy character. But, like, essentially, they went through the same things that I'm going through. Um, they're probably going through more things than I'm going through, and they're just people, like, you know? Yeah, because, like, I know for me... I, it was only until like literally my adult years that I realized that my mom wasn't just my mom and like her only relationship with people wasn't, it wasn't just me that she had a relationship with. She had relationships with all of these other people who made her feel certain things, made her behave certain ways. And obviously my mother always stayed true to herself, but there are certain things that me as her child can bring out of her that something like her best friend can't necessarily bring out and vice versa. So being cog- being older and being cognizant of those different relationships that she had with people and how they brought out certain emotional things about her and behavioral things about her, it made me realize like, this isn't just the person that I call mom. This person has a whole name and a whole identity outside of the relationship that I have with her. And 
when I finally processed that, it made it so much easier for me to really break down those walls of, oh, I can't be emotional with my mom because my mom doesn't understand what emotion is when it comes to her child. Um, it made me realize that there's so many aspects of having emotion. And the things that I inferred about my mom when I was a child were so blindsided by my tolerance to her when I was a child. It was just like, oh, well, she said X, Y, and Z, and she must have meant X, Y, and Z, and she didn't have any real emotion behind it, so I'm going to listen. But me being older and me bringing certain topics to her or anything, now I understand the emotions that go behind it. And things that happen in my life and things that happen in her life, now I see how those things react to her. And I realize that she's not just my mom. She has a name and she has an identity outside of me. And that was like the biggest whirlwind. And that was only a few years ago. Honestly. I wish it was earlier, but fuck. Yeah, no, I, I definitely can recall experiencing this in my early 20s when things just started to click and you just started to, your perspective started to change or you just started perceiving things in a different light. And I just became a lot more understanding of the fact that they are their own person. Like you said, with their own identity, um, you worded it pretty much well. So I won't, I won't um, paraphrase too much, but um, it was also around the time that like, I found that my relationship with my mom kind of started to, um, develop more so that also uh, was a factor in me being able to see her as an actual person because our conversations were different our way of communicating was different it wasn't so much so like a child speaking to an elder but more so like kind of like we were kind of almost I don't want to say on the same level or same playing field because obviously not but just it was more so just different just different I just felt like she started was looking at me in a different light which then helped me look at her in a different light as well that's interesting that you say that because it kind of made me think of another point that when I started realizing that my mom wasn't just my mom it was like instead of me hearing her just telling me things to do or whatever it was like I it was like I heard her asking me more things rather than telling me things and actually wanting to gain my insight on things that I'm feeling rather than trying to just navigate me as a small child. And obviously that's understandable because that's my authoritative figure. And up until a certain age, I could not function without her. And I, I guess to a certain degree, I still can't, but like, when I'm obviously a little ass kid, I can't do no shit without my mom. I can't even go go around the corner without my mom knowing, you know what I'm saying? But like now it's like she actually asks me certain things and I can actually rationalize how I'm feeling about the things she's asking rather than saying, oh, so you're just going to feel good today because I told you to. And it was like, oh, so we can have back and forth conversation rather than, I don't want to call it like, dictating me because it never felt like that but just like a you do this because I tell you it was more transactional you know mm. what I mean a big thing with like realizing them and um, actually seeing them as people is 
it created a more understanding for me because there would be points where I'm just like, I just don't, I really don't get it. Like, why are they behaving like this? Why can't they see it my way? Or why can't they understand this or whatever? Um, But when I like sit down and, okay, realize that my mom was raised as, as you guys said, like her own individual. My dad was raised as his own individual. They have these views that were impressed upon them. And, you know, you're not really going to change much about it. And this is why they do the things they do because they were raised like this. Um, before versus like before it was just like, you know, I just don't get it. Like, this is stupid. They're being ridiculous. All of that stuff. It created, um, a better understanding for me. Um, and also curiosity because I want to know, like, um, Carly, you mentioned like your mom expressed like how she was raised and all of those things. But like, I didn't, I don't really have much of that. So it's like, it sparked curiosity because it's like, well, what is it that makes you think this? And how were you raised and what were like the rules and regulations of when you were raised that you now think X, Y, and Z about ABC, you know? Um, but I, I really do like that because that understanding helps me to like, you know, parent myself sometimes when I feel as though, you know, they're not doing exactly what I need them to do. Um, versus like the anger that would be there before, like if they felt short in any way, um, which I can't even remember any, thing off the top of my head but like if they felt short in any way or angered me in any way or just wasn't there for me I would now take it as okay well you know maybe he or she wasn't really raised as an emotional person or maybe he or she wasn't really raised as um I don't know like anything that I that thing that I was missing let me give it to myself get what I mean yeah yeah that absolutely makes sense like because I know for me a big thing was me and my mom have a very, very large generational gap. And the way that she was raised, even even if I try to comprehend it, I can't. Just because I didn't grow up in that time. So I didn't know what the normalities were when she was younger versus how I was when I was younger. I was afforded so much more than she was just based on like advancements in technology and just advancements in everything in life. So there's just some times where it's like, she, she has the best interests in mind based off of what she knows from how she grew up and how she grew up clearly isn't the same as how I grew up. So it's that clash, like how I grew up, whatever she's thinking that has no relevance or it has no beneficial factors to how I'm growing up. But to her, what she's saying is so valid because it's what she knows and it's how she grew up. And it's, it's, I don't know, like that clash kind of, it, it got to me so much when I was like, I guess in my really like developmental stages. And when I say like real developmental stages, I mean like my teenage years when I'm actually deciding like, big things that I want to do in life because like I'm I was just always you and my mom is wrong like what you're saying has nothing to do with what I'm doing so nah sis like I'm sorry like I hear you but I'm not feeling you but Mm -hmm. now I'm cognizant of the fact that we grew up differently I understand that what your norm is was the best for you and what my norm is is probably the best for me and I'm, and I'm trying to find 
that even space to where those two worlds can kind of collide and we can find some sort of compromise with each other to make both things work. Because I can't sit here and say that my mom never had the best, had my best interest in mind. It's just that I couldn't necessarily understand it. If that makes sense. No, it does. It does. I understand. I understand what you were saying. Um, my my answer was um, supported by the fact that, like, my mom had a had a very rough childhood back home and upon coming to this country. So I feel like at times she may have really wanted to have like the best interests at heart upon raising us, but because of what she endured, she didn't know how. Um, so like that, that's where my answer was coming from, but I, I get what you were saying. I get what you're saying in regards to like, you know, how they were raised, they parented you based off of like, you know, that being the best for them and so on and so forth. But even going into like, you know, the, the whole parenting your parents thing, like I understand, um, everyone's raised in a different way, but like even bringing it up, like, I know there've been times where it was like, we have different views. Um, usually I would just, or when I was younger, I would just accept it. Now I would even vocalize it. Like, you know, I get you don't agree with this decision, but I do. And this is why it makes sense to me. And this is our societal norm. And this is what I see all the time versus, you know, maybe what you have seen and may have been different, whatever. Um, vocalizing that again leads to that stronger and better understanding. Yeah. Even like, on my end and on my parents' end, like regardless of whatever the situation may be, because maybe they they weren't even thinking like, you know, oh, it is a different time now. Like this may be what the kids are doing or whatever they say. I don't yeah. want to say child. But <laughs> I just feel like the biggest, the one of the biggest and best things that's happened to me and my relationship with my parents is, you know, I stopped viewing them as just mom and dad and I view them not only as mom and dad now, but still they're people. And it's, it's still kind of weird to me. I'm not going to lie. Just to think like, what if my mom is like me? No, it's weird to think about for sure. Cause it's like, I'm thinking about all of the stuff that I did like in my college days or whatever. And I hear stories about what my mom has done when she was younger and everything. And I'm like, Girl, no, you didn't. Like you wasn't taking honey shots. You wasn't taking honey shots like me, and you weren't going out every night like me. Like, but yes, she was. And like, part of that is like, how do I, how do I fit that into what I grew up knowing her as for like eighteen, nineteen, twenty years? Like this pristine woman who you know, all of that. Woke up, made. Breakfast got me together, went to work, cooked dinner, like was so just like on point all the time. But there was a whole life of years before I got here. Like that should be so crazy for me to think about. And then when we have these conversations about it now, it's like, wow, we're different. But like, how different are we? Like, and and it's like, 
I don't want to say nothing too off the wall because I don't want to be like, yo, so you were taking shots, but then I also <laughs> did X, Y, and then she's like, nah, sis, like, I didn't do all that. So now you looking crazy. But then, but then, <laughs> did you? <laughs> and then you, now you looking crazy at this, like, oh, you couldn't feel that, but you felt point A, B, C, and D before, whatever. But no, like, <laughs> no, nah, it's really weird because even opening up those lines of um, communication um, really, really helped me out. I know that I used to be so afraid of bringing the littlest things to my mom beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, shit that, to me now, is so fucking trivial. Like, why was I tripping out over asking my mom if I can go out to eat with my friends? Like, right. Oh my God, that was nerve-wracking. Oh my gosh, you, you would like was, say mom and then you knew whether or not to ask them based off of how they responded back bro, to that mom? Bro, I made a, and honest to God, if I could... If I could get in contact with this person, I made a whole PowerPoint presentation one time to ask my mom if one of my best friends at the time could stay over my house. Mm-hmm. Like it was that deep. I was, and I'm sitting here today and I'm like, I dare my mom to ask me why Faith or Carly can't stay at my motherfucking house. Right. Today. Like, <laughs> like, why was I fucking tripping? Like the worst she could say was no. Like, isn't that it. weird? Like, especially that weird transition, um, transitionary period where you come back from school and like you may be living with your your parents, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, but in August before I left for the semester, it was, mommy, can I please, can I please mm-hmm. come? <laughs> and then when I came back, I was like, who I'm going to? Like, <laughs> I'm going out. The fuck? Like, it's so fucking weird that That's transition. So Even now, I'm like. Me, I will be out till late, late, late in the morning, and there's no text in my phone. There's no like, Gucci, are you crazy? No, yeah, it's so weird. It's weird, and it's like it's weird because like in the moment, it's not weird. Like me, like getting ready, going out, being out, coming home, like it's not weird. But hindsight, twenty twenty, all the times I've been out and like not have told my mom where I was and until what time I was out or anything, I'm like. Oh, this shit wouldn't have fly, like flew when I was like fifteen years old. Like, years ago, she would have beat who, my. That would have been the, the neighborhood and city watch out for my ass if I tried that shit. Absolutely, that's just fucking crazy. Um, but real quick, I just wanted us to talk about like what are the the few kind of funny or not so funny ways that you think you become your parents? Whether it's like you know. The way that I, because I know for me, I used to always wonder, like, when I was growing up, my, my mom would take us to Irvington Center a lot. She'll always be walking, we'll be walking down Springfield Ave, and she'll have her bag on her hand. So the bag is on the left side, and the right hand just swings. <laughs> I always, like, I would look at her, I'm like, why do you do that? Like, I just don't get it. Why? Stop swinging your arm. Like, you're going to hit somebody. That's particular detail. Now, if you see me, Whenever I have my purse on, my arm just does. It just be swinging. And it's not even like I'll be walking fast or anything. It's just like, I'm just walking normally and my arm is just... It's so weird how things like that happen, though. Facts. Facts. Like, it's weird because I actually just had a conversation, like, a couple of months ago um, when quarantine just started. It was me, my mom, my two older cousins, and then my aunt, who's their mom. And we were just talking about how we've either become our moms or haven't become our moms and me and my mom aren't the same 
in terms of how we express our emotions or like anything like that but there's just like random shit that I do that my mom does all the fucking time and it's and I will it's like a tick almost like if I don't do the shit it's like my mom is like a magnet on me saying nah do this shit like this and it's so weird because it's like why am I doing this on a random Tuesday I'm not doing this shit five years ago I wasn't doing this shit but now it's like my mom is like hovering over me like Christy you gotta do it like this like I know because of my mom I've never used a dishwasher one. Oh yeah not well not until college but i just mm-mm. she was kristen come in here and wash these dishes and you're gonna wash them like this and now i'm washing them like this and you gotta clean like this and you gotta put stuff away like this and you gotta walk like this and you gotta write like this it's crazy i even adopted part of my mom's signature because I saw it so many times in my life. That's because you forged it when you was failing in testing. Can you forge it? <laughs> Story time in third grade, I definitely forged my mom's signature to go on a school trip, I think. And she definitely caught me. We had a conversation with my um with my teacher. It didn't go well. Um, but bitch, I wanted to go on a trip. So was the trip like an out of state trip or was it like to the park no. or something? I feel like it was like a Liberty Science Center type drawing, and oh. I wasn't missing out on Liberty Science Center. Yeah, nah. So I'm like third grade. That's impressive. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so like, nah, I definitely did forge my mom's signature, but like, it's just weird. Like, there's just little habits that I do that it's completely my mom, completely. Because my mom is so old school, and I be doing old school ass shit. For me, I would say. Um, in a similar sense, like little, like little behaviors and stuff like that, I can see me adopting it from my mom. Like sometimes I'll even catch myself and be like, damn, I just really sounded like my mom just now. Like I'll have a moment like that. Um, but in regards to personality, I would say I adopted a lot from my dad because sometimes talking to him, um, now I'll have moments in the conversation where I'm just like, this is where I got it from. Like, this is why I'm like this. Like, I know I get it from you. Like, it's just so, it's like clear, like mirroring almost. And it's like fresh. It's just as funny as it is frustrating, actually. I think personality wise, I definitely took my mom. Like, it's actually really creepy. Like, I, <laughs> it's just be moments where it's like, damn, like my mom pulled a me on me. And now yeah. I understand why people be so hurt by it. me. Don't you I hate like, it? There was one real recent, like I was just like freaking out about something at work and I'm standing there like crying. I'm like panicking. I'm like, and I just wanted somebody to, you know, it's going to be okay. My mom is very like strategy and like, you know how I'm a type A? Absolutely. You don't have to tell us <laughs> twice. So like that's her. And she also does not have time to waste about just emotions. Like if you, if you put an emotion into, she's like, okay, now that you're done crying, let's figure out the solution to the problem and move on. Who ha- what, what is crying going to do? When she did that to me, I said, so now I see what Devante is talking about. Because <laughs> I was looking, I was literally blinking at her and I was like, wow, this must be how Devante feels when I... <laughs> Yeah, wow. for sure. <laughs> nah, it's that's weird. crazy. It's, it's so weird because my mom 
was out of like her siblings and I guess out of the family, she's sort of like the peacemaker of the group. I can totally tell. She always plays the person that kind of knows where everybody should be and everybody just needs to fall in line because, you know, being all riled up and everything isn't going to solve anything. And I think these two can kind of agree. Like I'm the person that I kind of fall like, all right, we need to, we need to bring it from up here and we need to just level it out and we need to just, we need to just understand <laughs> what's going on. Like I'm very, I'm very level headed, like very, like, I guess peacemaker kind of, kind of vibe. And I definitely got that from my mom. Cause like my mom is the, well, I don't want to get into the logistics of my family, but to me, she's the oldest, even though she's not. Um, and she grew up with her sisters or whatever. So she always had to be like the, y'all could yell, bitch and complain all y'all want. But at the end of the day, bitch, you're still sisters. So let's just bring it to where it has to be and solve it here. We don't need to solve it at high levels. At volume 10. And we don't need to solve it at volume 10. We could solve it at volume two and we could still get everything done how it needs to be done. So, like, I think I've definitely, like, adopted that from my mom because, like, rarely will you see me mad. So. Yeah. Hey, rarely you're going to see me mad, but when I'm mad, I'm mad. And it's not going to change. That's oh, the yeah. thing. I, I don't know who I adopted I that to. from. But once I'm mad, honey, it's your fault. And I just get ready for whatever I'm going to say because don't be mad at me when I say what I need to say. I would be like, and I would just have to blink at you guys. Like. <laughs> But no, I definitely did um, pick up some things from my dad. Like, my taste of music, if anyone really knows me, like, you guys will understand, I probably know a song from every genre of music. And it'll be, like, the most random things. And you're just like, why do you know this song? Like, Take a Chance on Me by ABBA. Do you guys like ABBA? ABBA's Dancing Queen, right? Yeah. I just uh, watched Mamma Mia the other day. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is like? Did you fail your SATs? Because when they when when someone asks you a question, maybe you're supposed to answer the question. I mean, like Carly be getting the open ended questions, and it'd be like, "So what do you think about the civil rights movement?" Carly be like, "Holocaust." What? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm confused. What is Mama? Like, I didn't ask you about Mama Mia. It's the it's how I came across Abba. Because it's a musical based off of their entire like album, I think. I'm not sure. But yeah, they cool. They cool. I feel like you're trying to attack Shorty. And I don't know how I feel about that. What? Anywho. So. <laughs> um, because I'm just going to stop asking Carly questions. <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely picked up like my dad's taste of music and my dad's personality in the sense that like, I'm a jokester, like, a lot for no reason. Um, but when I think about those things, it's like, like especially when I'm listening to, like, songs um, that me and my dad would listen to, I, like, it, it be choking me up. Like, sometimes I'd be like, damn. Like, just, be, just because of the simple fact that we all know, like, you know, no one lives forever. And it's like, as they get older, and these songs become more and more sentimental, it just kind of, like, reminds me of, like, you know, that there is the reality and eventually, you know, we're going to have to be reversing roles with our parents. And I don't like that. 
I don't like that. Don't like it, it makes me sad. I mean, like, nah. even like in the little sense, like right now, like um, I'm helping um, my mom out. Like if I have money, some extra money left over, I'll just give it to my mom. Versus when I was 12 and my mom had extra money, she would give it to me, you know? Like things like that. Like now I'm paying bills. And, you know, when I was like 15, I wasn't paying bills. I was just like, you know, living. But things like that, where it's like you're adopting all of these more, these bigger responsibilities, and eventually we're going to adopt probably one of the biggest responsibilities that we'll have. And it's like, it's scary. It is scary because I'm I'm actively seeing that right now. Like as soon as I moved um, back home, once I finished college, my mom dipped to move down south to take care of my grandfather. So I actively see my mom every day taking the parental role over somebody who's 20 plus years older than her. And I actually remember us three at my house, we had a conversation about like our parents and like, um, I brought up the age difference between me and my mom and how I've actively been thinking like, granted, my mom is in good health and like, she's fine and secure and everything, but there really might come the day, however many years from now, that, like, I'm going to have to take that role of, like, taking care of my mom. And it's like, bitch, I can halfway only take care of myself right now. Like, mm-hmm. I wing a lot of this shit. This thing called life, people might think that I got it under control, but I promise every single day is a toss-up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really like a blessing that every single day I land back on my feet because some of this shit is really trial and error. And I grew up thinking that my mom was superwoman and she knew all of the answers to all of the shit that I need to know at this age. So I'm sitting here like, well, damn, like there might come a time where I have to just know this shit and I don't know it. And I don't even know where to start in teaching myself like how to do the things that I need to know. Um, And I'm like, it's not that I'm subtly getting into that mode, but at least I'm starting to rationalize it so that once it happens, I'm not necessarily caught off guard. And it's helpful that like, I see how my mom is doing it with my grandfather. And, you know, it wasn't any fraction of mine that she wasn't going to do it. You know, my mom, as I said, she's the oldest present child in the family. And, you know, I'm out of college. So she expected me to at least be all right on the basis level. My mom is never going to leave me hanging. But, like, she's going to leave me physically so that she can be with somebody who needs her physically. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily need my mother physically. I can easily call, text, FaceTime my mom and, we could chop it up over what she needs. But when it comes to like physical ailment and getting around and, you know, creating doctor's appointments and, you know, X, Y, Z, maintaining a home, maintaining land, because where she lives, there's a shit ton of land. My mom has to be there. And where I have my mom at my every beckoning call, like I, my mom is only five feet tall, but I still asked her to get shit from the fucking top shelf because at Six years old, I'm still shorter than her. Granted, right now, mm-hmm. granted, right now, I'm like five, six feet taller than her. But like, my mom is the kind of person where, like, even if I needed to get something off the top shelf and I'm six, five, six inches taller than her, she would still find a way. 
And now I know that there's going to come a time where that way won't be too evident. And rationalizing that is interesting because I get sad because it kind of is like, oh, is this quote unquote the end? But then it's also like, I'm helping somebody who's done so much for me, you know? I think that is like one of the, (laughs) we all know that like growing up is like really hard and that realization and, you know, facing that reality that one day, I mean, God, God forbid anything soon. Like I'm hoping for everyone who's hearing my voice, like it's like, you know, a long time from now, but it's like realizing that and, having to deal with that and, you know, making sure you don't dwell too much into it. Um, but still, you know, think about it enough that you're prepared for it. That balance right there is very, very hard for me sometimes because it's like, you guys know me, like I quickly will slip into a rabbit hole. Like you heard the last episode, who was I? Look, Maxwell. Like I almost went into a Maxwell rabbit hole. But when I start to think about things, I just think and keep like creating these new scenarios and what if this reality happens and all of this and it's not healthy. I know that, but like, it's one of the biggest, you know, challenges that I've been facing with like growing up and I guess parenting my parents. I don't like thinking about it. I just, um, I just left, um, you know, I just moved out. I was the last one to move out. And with my mom already um, kind of coming to an age where she's facing, well, she's always had, you know, health issues, but, you know, later on, or maybe more so because of the fact that I'm older, I've I've just been more aware of it. Um, Leaving home and leaving her by herself, it's... It's something that I it's something that really troubled me a lot when I had first moved away, especially moving out of state because I was just like, Okay, like I'm the one that's like asking her about her doctor's appointments as soon as I come home. Like I'm coming home every day to her, she's coming home to me. Like who's taking who's making sure that she has her medication, who's taking her to the pharmacy to pick it up, um, like who's on top of her, who's checking her when she's like I'm just like I just get really emotional when I think about it because like out of all of us, I would say that me being the youngest, I took on more of a role than my other siblings did when it came to like um, caring for my mom and like, you know, being mindful of the like physical issues that she faces and such like that, which is understandable because like my sister has her own daughter. So she's her mom herself. So I'm not shading that at all. But um, in a way that kind of, I think, helped us establish a, strong, a bit of a closer connection, if I had to say it. So, you know, thinking about the fact that we're coming to the age where now we're going to be responsible for, you know, taking care of them, just like how they took care of us. And on top of the fact that because of the fact that there are parents that they might fight us on that, because I definitely witnessed mm-hmm. that a couple of times, you know, like, I'm not, it's funny that this, that, um, that this episode is called Parenting Your Parent, because like, if I were to say something like that, or even insinuate something like that to my mom, she would shut that down. She does not want to hear that. Um, That's facts. Yeah, she does not want to hear that. But 
funny enough, that's really that's really what it is. Like they don't want to, you know, allow us to be the one to take care of them, provide for them if we're able to. They'll fight us on it. They will because it's their responsibility. But um, it's times like that that it's just like, like I want to remind them just this is me returning the favor in some way if I can. I think my mom is very like that. Like she'll, like even with it comes to, when it comes to like birthdays, Christmas gifts, um, we'll be like, mom, what you want? Oh, nothing. Just keep your money. And it's like, listen, chick, first of all, somebody offering you a gift, you better take it. Like, <laughs> ain't none of that. No, ain't no humbleness. No, I don't need that. But, um, even when it comes to like more difficult things, like even with now, like I'm, I'm there are conversations you have to have, like advanced directives, making sure like, you know, your parents have their medication list on them all the time. Like certain little things that, you know, I just wouldn't have thought that I would be saying to my mom um, when I got to the age that I'm at now. Um, it just kind of like, yeah, it's a hard reality. And like it that be getting me very, very emotional because it's like, ooh, ooh, child, we're not even gonna get into it. We're gonna move on to the next topic. Yeah, I don't wanna hard. be too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know something else too? It's funny because for part of her career, my mom, um, she she was uh she was a nurse, she was an RN, but in a nursing home. So I know for a fact that when it comes to taking care of her, pursuing that option isn't even like I can even think about like ever (laughs) I would never I wouldn't ever unless like it was medically necessary or something but like I would never ever because it's like first of all I've I've been in nursing homes I've you know seen I'm, I've never I've seen a lot. I've only ever heard stories and like, you know, how you know conversations with their coworkers and colleagues, other nurses. Like I remember listening to tea and what happened in cottage one and three and like, yo, not yeah, no, nah. yeah, no, nah. my mom's not letting that fly. So either way, she, I'm going to have to find a way to take care of her. Even if that means she got to stay with me, <laughs> but that's not an option. <laughs> yeah. Because a big part of it is also comfort. Like mm-hmm. I know that even though I'm the age that I am right now, if it comes to the point that tomorrow I have to start taking care of my mom or whatever, it would bring both of us, especially my mom, more comfort knowing that she's in the hands of somebody like me who she's grown up with, who she loves, who she knows, you know, even though this is new, I can find a way, you know, because Mm -hmm. she's always found a way. So I'm going to find a way too. I don't want, she don't want to be around nobody that, she doesn't know, like, that's not my mom. And it's certain, certain to God, not me. I ain't trying to drive my ass to no nursing home. Nah, it's just not me. And it's not her. So I, it, like, doing that would just be against her wishes. And that's another thing that I just would not want to do at all. Especially because my mom had four kids. I mean, five kids. I said four. Look, she might, oh God, I've been trying to get, <laughs> she might been trying to get rid of you, clearly. <laughs> I wanted to be the last one. But especially because you have five kids, I just can't imagine all of us deciding one day, hey, let's go and put, let's go and put mommy and daddy in, Absolutely. in, a, in a nursing home. Like, what? <laughs> I would really look at if anyone ever said, I would be like, are you, is it crack? Like, you go. You can go because what are you talking <laughs> about? Stupid ass. 
But um, moving on to, I think, something that'll, I guess, lighten the topic. So, Chris, you were saying how, like, you know, your mom was in, you know, in a club taking shots. Okay, Bobbyana, she was in a club taking <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, like she was doing the things that you know that you're doing now. And for me, it's hard to think that because by the time that you know, my mom was my age, she did have kids and a husband, and uh, it's not the path that I'm at right now. But, um. What do you guys now think as adults about the phrase parents just don't understand? Do you think it's true knowing that the chances are our parents went through exactly what we're going through? I don't agree with it anymore. Mm. I don't agree with it. I don't think so, at least. Mm-mm. I agree I with it halfway. More than, I think they can understand more than you think. Exactly. I, yeah, that's what it is. I agree with it halfway because I don't know what it is, but parents have this intuition about certain things that you yeah. just can't see. And yeah. you try your hardest to think that it's not the case. Like, it really is true that, like, my mom, like, your mom will point out your fake friends before you do. Your mom will know X, Y, and Z before you do. Like, I've seen it happen before. So, but I like, think that that's because of the fact that they've been through things. Listen, a lot of the lessons that we all learn in our individual lives is the same lessons, but it just manifests in different ways. Yep. So if your mom can point out your fake friend before you can, it's, chances are there may be some mannerisms, some type, some there's some tell that she sees or she has seen before mm-hmm. and she's just like, hey, yo, sis, you know, that ain't I your don't homie. know about this one. Exactly. But no, for sure. I definitely do think that like, there's just too many things. Like it goes back to literally the first or second point that we made in this episode. Like knowing that your parent had a life before you and knowing that your parent still has a life outside of you. Niggas still live outside of being your mom or your dad. Well, so and what like, are they doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's just like nine times out of ten, if you've gone through something outside of like the realm of like technological advancement or like some shit like that, more than likely they've gone through it too. They've gone through puberty. They've gone through, you know, relationship woes they've gone through job woes they've gone through emotional turmoil they've gone through stress so I mean it's like yeah like you might think that they don't understand because your parent is telling you to chill the fuck out yada 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 but at the end of the day you might like you could cry but at the end of the day you still gotta chill the fuck out like there's there's just things that you can't sit here and be like your parents aren't cognizant of stuff that is going on in your life. There's no possible way. What it is to me, I feel as though it's um, kind of almost twofold where they definitely understand. And as Carly said, they understand more than, you know, you would think. Um, It's just hard for them to grasp that. so, So, okay. If I'm like, I'm in high school, I want to have a boyfriend or I want to, I don't know, something, something that high schoolers want, that girl, uh, girls want at 15, whatever. Chances are my mom went through that same experience with her mother 
And now she's realizing, oh my gosh, I'm going through this with my daughter. This may be, it may be hard for me to like, like really want to grasp it because this is happening so fast or something like that. It could be, it's just hard for them to want to grasp it because you're growing up kind of shit. I don't know. I think I think about a lot, a lot about this topic. I do too, because especially because it's like you have you have an idea of, and I'm speaking for I guess from like a parent's point of view. Like I'm I guess I'm rationalizing how my mom must have felt. Like my mom was once a 18 to 21 year old, and it's mm. easy to sit here and be like, yeah this is what happens when you're 18 to 21 years old. But you completely, I feel like as a parent, you completely separate that as this is what my 18 to 21 year old child does because you have such a specific idea of how you want your child to be or you have a specific idea of the way that you want your child to attack things or to go through things. And obviously they could give you as much advice as you want but there's still rebellious people. There's still people that does things that their parents don't tell them to. So it's like, yeah, my mom probably got drunk before she was 21. Yeah, I've gotten drunk before I was 21. But my mom probably didn't visualize me getting drunk at 21. But like, you can't sit here and say that it's not something that you won't see. It's just something that you wanted to put in the back of your mind. Like, yeah, she ain't gonna get drunk before she's twenty one because my child knows better. But like, you ain't no better, sis. So like, I don't know. It's I guess it's like that weird dichotomy that they have with my ideal child versus my realistic child kind of thing. Like, and a lot of those my ideal are, child versus the child I actually have. Exactly. Wouldn't that be a good topic? First, oh my fuck god, up that I am. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my but god. Like, <laughs> But like it's weird. I would shake some tables in my house. (laughs) How about I shake the room? Shake (laughs) the whole room. Shake the whole room. Fuck you, Virgil Abloh. But um, oh my god, don't even start me on that. (laughs) Wow. I know. We're not getting into it. It's a completely different topic. Fifty dollars. That's what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Two Virgils. A fucking month subscription of Photoshop. But hey, it wasn't even worth the stimmy. (laughs) <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I sorry. I'm so sorry. Continue your point, Chris. You were <laughs> No, but it's just like wonder if you put that money towards Gucci. Um is uh... <laughs> oh our parents our parents just know our parents know a lot. We we can't stop thinking that they don't know. Cause they be knowing. That's all. Yeah, they understand. Trust me. And (laughs) I know, like, I think about, like, some of the things that I'm going through with my mom. Like, some I would consider it growing pains because it's literally, like, a growing pain for the both of us because, you know, well, my dad lives in Nigeria. I don't know if anyone, well, if you know, you know, whatever. So it's me and my brothers over here with my mom. And, like, just, like, the idea of, me moving into now a new phase of my life is kind of, it, it rubbed me the wrong way because I know I'm getting close to, the, again, that, you know, it's kind of like a looming cloud, like just over my head sometimes. It's just like, damn, like I'm at this phase, you know, usually at this phase, you may be X 
YZ um, years old, whatever. And I still like want to make sure my mom is good, make sure my dad is good, do all of those things. But I still want to, you know, move on with my life. And that sometimes creates a clash. But it's like, I think back and I'm like, my my mom know my mom know me. She know why I'm you know clashing. You ain't gonna stop me either. Like, it's funny. That's but yeah, so that's basically all I wanted to talk about today. I didn't want to get too deep because you know once we start talking about parents, child, you know, I could start crying, and you know I don't even like to cry. I so, have literally cried so yeah. hours. <laughs> hours like honestly. so like five in the morning hours <laughs> literally and then a, just went to sleep yes the moment the other day and I don't know I just like 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 Ugo said like you just fall down a rabbit hole and I was just like yo like my mom's such a great mom and I was just like chronicling like, everything back from when I was a kid I was just like I remember when she did this and I didn't understand and I gave her a hard time for it but I looked back and I was such a brat and I probably gave her a hard look it was just a lot that's facts like there'll be times where like I'll just be around someone and I'll just start laughing because I'm thinking about the funny shit my mom did. And it's like, she is yeah. so fun. Like that oh woman is God, that's funny. My mom is hilarious. My yeah. You it don't like, even make no sense. Our parents like, are funny. And it's weird because like at, at 10, 11 years old, I didn't think she was funny. Like not funny. <laughs> actually, very actually like, Please stop what you're doing. <laughs> I <laughs> thought she was annoying. I that really did. I thought my dad was corny. <laughs> my <laughs> mid-20s self will be cracking up at the stuff that my mom says. Like, Girl, I will literally tears. be crying. Girl, and it'll even be like, you know when you laugh at a joke that's like, it happened months ago, and you just start laughing. Yes. It's that level that of laugh. funny. I'm like, yes. excuse me. I'm where like, did this come from? where does this come from? Like, I understand the humor now. I get it. Yeah. But like, maybe it's the thing. You maybe when you become a mom, you become like mad funny. Maybe. Chris, you got about like four months left to tell us. So. I think you meant Carly. No, Carly's on birth control. Remember when she said that very loud in one of the past? I told y'all that I'm abstinent, so I don't know why you're directing this energy towards me. There you not. I mean, if you- <laughs> <laughs> why I, I don't know what to say, but, but anyway, <laughs> so we're moving on to our wine of the week. Um, y'all, y'all got some wines. <clears throat> I got an alcohol of the week. I was about to do that. Oh, right, I remember I said I'm very interested in now, you know, cognacs of the week because you know I love me some cognac. What's so that? I have. Um, I don't know how to say it though. Just this is really wing it. Word. This is this is the, our true selves. So this is so wing awkward. It. Um, <laughs> Louis Grimaud is VS cognac. It's so good. It looks like it's like it's hard to find it though. I've never seen it unless like in um in the Mount Vernon area, Mount Vernon, New York. But um, how it's much, a cognac. What? How much is it? It sounds expensive. Oh, I don't buy my liquor devant to do that. Oh, um, that, <laughs> my dear. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. What you asking me for? <laughs> Y'all can look it up. I don't know. Okay. Um, but on the bottle, it says, this is why I liked it, though, because I thought it was like a wine. It's like Louis Grimaud Cognac, and it says Grand Champagne. So y'all need to check that out. 
and it tastes real smooth. Put some ice, you can just drink it straight. That's one of my favorites right now. Yeah, because cognac, you're supposed to drink straight. Mm-hmm. Like, just like cold. Y'all, right? people be putting pineapple juice and, and whatever. I don't know what the hell they be putting in it. You have been playing penny culottes. Thinking it's cool. <laughs> All I say is grow up. Um, childish. Ain't that, what's that wine you said that was childish? Bartonora. Like, childish. There you go. It's childish. Unless you mix it with some cognac. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to be childish, do something grown up with it. We are far too old to be doing unnecessary ass shit. And I'm sure your mom or your dad has said that something along those lines. Grow the fuck up. I'm telling you that now. I'm your mama now. Grow oh, the fuck it, up. Jesus Christ. The price of it is $29.99 for the $7.50. Um, oh, that's not later. bad at all. It's not, right? And I tried another. I got another one for y'all next week, too. I've been on a, a nice cognac trip. Like... <laughs> But it has a golden color and develops subtle aromas of orange blossom, raisins, and vanilla. This cognac, this cognac (laughs) is a result of a blend from cognacs only from Grand Champagne or Champagne. Champagne. (laughs) I'm gonna tell y'all mine next week because that that really actually tickled my fancy. So I'm 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 telling you. I'm just wait till the one next week. Ooh. Anyways. But thank you, everybody, for listening. We truly do That's appreciate always. it. We do appreciate it. Even though we be getting deep sometimes. Like, we do. Y'all be we be trying to still make it light and relatable for y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure, I, I honestly, like swear to God, I really do think that y'all could relate to this episode. So, because y'all everybody got the parents can. at the end of the day. And your parents can relate to this episode because they have parents. Everybody can. Share with everybody. Yeah, you might be saying. a parent. Parent, you might be a parent, so hmm, mm. talk about it. Yeah, but um, for your kid to be eventually parents of you, that was a, that was <laughs> oh a little my aggressive. God. That was a little aggressive. Why would you say that? I thought that was so wrong with it. I ain't even have them yet. Damn, I don't want to Damn. think about that. She Damn. said for the ones that are already parents. Oh, that's why we don't let her talk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, guys, as always, just follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram, We Are That Pod. You can email us at wearethatpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Um, you can hit us up on our personals. We're not going to go through them. You should probably know them by now. Um, does anybody have any announcements or like anything? Or can we go? I don't have any yeah, we could go. Um, we're all too like intoxicated or under some sort of influence to like really function. No, I'm so, not. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. Just in case my parents listen to the episode. Mm-mm. Just don't give them the end of the episode. That's it. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been eating my salad and drinking my water. That's fair. So anyway, um, all of you guys, y'all stay safe. Um, stay blessed. Keep your mask on. Keep your ass on top of your nose. Mm -hmm. Wash your hands. 30 seconds. Yeah. And just know that your parents be knowing. And your parents be knowing. So don't act like they don't. And if they don't know that, you should tell them to back the hell up. Because it's six feet. I'm tired of y'all three feet motherfuckers in the shop, right? Anyways, let's continue. (laughs) Anyway, y'all, be good. And we'll see you next time. And that is the that on that. Period!